put your bags and coats here let's get a drink right now come in here now we're going to do a dance and then i'm like a four-year-old i'm like listen can you hear me talking you can hear me talking but you can feel the bass right you can hear me talking but you can feel the bass my friends laugh at me because they're like ros i know we've done this before you've like literally showed me this five times welcome to mosaic of china a podcast about people who are making their mark in china i'm your host oscar fuchs so today is the penultimate compilation episode from season one And as we're coming to the end of these special compilations, it's making me reflect on the fact that this is the only season that I will personally curate. Because the whole idea of this podcast was for the guests themselves to nominate who will appear in the next season of the show. This is where the idea of the mosaic comes from. I helped to lay out the first tiles at the beginning, but then the mosaic will organically build out from there. The reason I bring this up now is to explain that, as diverse as my network was in putting together the season, it's still largely limited to people in Shanghai. Next season, the referrals are already a little bit more spread out into other cities, and this trend will definitely grow as the mosaic tiles build out in the future seasons. But for season one, Mosaic of China could have been renamed Mosaic of Shanghai. You might not have paid too much attention to that across all 30 of these conversations, but you will definitely notice it now because in today's episode we're talking about the favorite places people like to hang out at in China. And it's a love letter to all the restaurants, bars and cafes of Shanghai. Tom Barker, the diplomat from episode 25. There is one place I particularly love. Um, so on the outside, it's concrete and it screams out you will be murdered in here like for example its its name as far as i was aware for ages was cocktail cocktail very faded but one day we were desperate for somebody to have a drink um our kids had been really bratty all day we were just really frazzled but we didn't really want to go anywhere so i saw that place i saw it was open the lights were finally on for the first time it would walk past it so we went in and inside it was just this amazing clean semi-welcoming environment um, where someone had clearly really been into the Beatles and it just embraced the sort of the 60s mod vibe in a really bizarre way so it turns out the bar is called Beagle Beagle never heard of it no you can still smoke all you want inside that's the downside um, but the cocktails they were so annoyingly good <laughs> Nick Yu, the playwright from episode 13. If you said in Shanghai a place you, you love it, it's our theater. I, I really uh, crazy for my job. Since 1995, I stayed in this road. Every night, I almost the last guy to leave this building. Jorge Lucio, the marketer for Sprite from episode 5. Well, my terrace. I like my terrace and uh, we threw amazing parties there and then I really enjoy having people coming over to the terrace and enjoy the, the good weather. Greg Nance, the ultramarathon athlete from episode 23. One of my favorite things to do is just go on long runs where I just unplug, I'm thinking, and I run and run and run and run until I'm so hungry where it doesn't feel like I can keep going. And I will just jump into the random hole-in-the-wall dumpling or noodle or rice place right there. Uh, and more often than not, just like a really wonderful granny or grandpa is cooking up something delicious. Uh, we'll have a special moment there. I'll usually get a selfie in with them. And then I'll, I'll have the fuel and the carbs to then run back to it, to Jing'an, where I'm based. 
Um, that's kind of my favorite actually of, of everything. And I feel like I've seen um, a couple hundred wonderful hole in the walls at this point. For listeners that may be looking for a recommendation in Shanghai, um, I love the press, maybe my favorite coffee shop. It's uh, down in the Huangpu district. It, um, it's the site of uh, one of the old newspaper presses. And so it's beautiful, like kind of Greco-Roman style architecture. And it's relatively affordable, you know, Americanos and coffee there. It's just a really beautiful place to like go do some work, set some goals. And then my favorite kind of hangout, I'm not a big night owl anymore. I go to bed relatively early. I'm, I'm pretty boring. But uh, I do like uh, Cochi's, which is like a grilled cheese spot um, real close to uh, China Accelerator, which is where I'm based. And so, yeah, that, that's a very tasty spot if you're ever craving some, some grilled cheese. Laurie Lee, the private club GM from episode 10. My favorite uh, place is a uh, we call the Davy Lynch Mala Town. It's uh, a Mala Town can uh, uh, open very late until the morning, and uh, the, the all the atmosphere is really underground. It's like Davy Lynch's movie. All the decoration, the people inside, and all the music plays there. It's really you know. Uh, unusual from the daily life. <laughs> Michael Z, the Instagram influencer from episode 7. Uh, well, one of my new favourites is uh, Heritage by Madison, which is a lovely new restaurant down at the Bun Financial Centre, next to that lovely Thomas Heatherwick building that moves. And it's uh, excellent. Um, you know, it's a Western casual fine dining with lots of... Chinese influencers, really nice wine list, really inexpensive, stunning setting, world-class service. Nailed it. Yang Yi, the broadcaster from episode 21. I think usually a friend will recommend some restaurant or coffee shop and they will bring me there. And at that time, I will give a score, so this restaurant is good. But... It doesn't mean I will come back, <laughs> or it doesn't mean it is my favorite. Because I think if you if you think the place is is your favorite, you will go there for a lot of times, right? So if you have to say the places I usually go, a small noodle restaurant near my house, I will go there every day. <laughs> But this is my favorite. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Maple Zuo, the comedian from episode two. Okay, there was a Japanese restaurant I really, really like because the designer is from Japan. There, he's very good. So you sitting there, you look at the window, you can see the area you are in, you can see the lobby, you can see the outside view. It's like you starting from here, one part, you can just see the world you are connecting. It's so beautiful and peaceful. Called Bai Chuan Restaurant. <laughs> Emily Madge, the aquarium conservationist from episode 14. Oh, um, where's my favorite place? I tend to be lazy with it, really. Um, kind of Funkadeli area, just because it's five minutes walk from home. There's always people there. Um, I love hot pot, so any any good hot pot restaurant, the spicy one is mm. the best. Yeah, love that. So um, yeah, I float around. Angie Wu, the jewelry craftsman from episode 18. I really like Malabar because of the Spanish uh, environment. The food is really good and it's not overpriced. It's really good portion. It's not like really tiny tapas. So I will take you there next time. 
Astrid Pogosian, the violinist from episode four. I think one of my favorite places for food is um, Sichuan Citizen Restaurant. And it's been, the, I think, the first Chinese restaurant I've ever even tried in Shanghai because back then they used to be at Donghu Road and Shanghai Conservatory where music was beside. And I've been going there since like 10 years already. And the people there I've been known for 10 years. And I've spent like five to six my birthdays there with them. So it's just very, very stupid, like first place to go and take my friends, whoever is visiting here. Noah Sheldon, the documentary filmmaker from episode nine. There's a restaurant we love. Uh, what is the name in Chinese? The, the English name is In and Out. It's a horrible translation. No, no, In and Out. Uh, it's a Yunnan restaurant. Oh right. And it's in Hubendao, uh, but it's so excellent. It's, I know um, it. It's on the third floor. Yes, exactly, I know it. Exactly. I think the food there is so great. Um, but they don't have a lot of alcohol, so that's that's kind of a problem. <laughs> Sebastian Denez, the inclusion advocate from episode 11. All right, so it's going to sound odd. It's in the it's a restaurant in the Florentia village. So Florentia village is an outlet close to the airport. So that's not so fancy nor glamour, let's put it that way. Uh, but they have a very good restaurant, a uh, very good Italian restaurant called Bella Vita. Uh, we know the chef Stefano personally and it's a little bit like every week, every Sunday, we go back to Italy. Nothing fancy, nothing fusion, it's just traditional Italian cuisine where you can find a little bit of home and, uh, you know, uh, spend good family time. And that's because your wife is Italian, right? Yeah. Vivu, the fitness community leader from episode eight. Blackbird, actually. Oh, so, on Columbia there? Circle. Yeah, so, and I only just recently discovered Columbia Circle, actually. But the, you know, it, it's like the perfect mix of everything. You've got great food on the lower floor. You've got great cocktails in the middle. And then you've got this gorgeous terrace where they, you know, they, they play movies and everything. But, you know, it's a shame that it's probably not. Columbia Circle hasn't actually taken off as yet. But, yeah, but I, I'm really liking Blackbird. Nini Sum, the artist from episode 16. Actually, my friend's studio. So I have several artist friends. They all have studios around um, my studio's area, pretty downtown. I like going there, see what they're making recently. And also sometimes I invite people here uh, to my studio, having a beer. Right. It's funny, you're, you're never really far away from art. Even when you're hanging out, you're hanging out around oh, art. Oh my God, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> Ross Coleman, the theatre producer from episode 22. I think one of my favourite venues in the entire world, never mind Shanghai, has to be all on Shangyang Beilu. I think what Gaz has done there is absolutely astounding. The sound system is unparalleled. Whenever I get there, it's the same story every time. I'm like, do this, put your bags and coats here, let's get a drink. Right, now come in here, now we're gonna do a dance. And then I'm like a four-year-old, I'm like, listen, can you hear me talking? You can hear me talking, but you can feel the bass, right? You can hear me talking, but you can feel the bass? It's like, my friends laugh at me because they're like, Roz, I know we've done this before. You've like literally showed me this five times. I'm like, but I can't believe how good the sound is in here. And what I love is that any new music that's happening in there 
People will say, oh, but I don't think I like trap music. I don't like footwork. I don't think I'm into industrial techno. But they go in there, they hear that. As soon as you're in front of that DJ, you're dancing straight away because it's always high quality programming. Gina Lee, the invention company CEO from episode six. IBM is shopping mall based in the downtown of Shanghai. I think from the third, fourth, fifth floor, there's a certain different bars or coffee shop has terrace. And then also they has like supermarkets and movie theater. So I just like to put myself in somewhere in the crowd, but still a little bit quiet and has multifunction. Abe Deo, the tour manager from episode 27. Probably uh, R&B, just because that's, you know, where a lot of my friends go. It's a record shop. Right. Slash uh, bottle shop. So I, I guess I've just worked out what R&B stands for. Yeah, record <laughs> okay. and beer, record and beer. Sabrina Chun, the dance program curator from episode 26. Well, if you put me into the fashionable place, I was to enjoy it, but maybe I would not proactively choose to go. Maybe it's because um, i grown up in Shanghai. I've seen too many of that. For me, I feel like a little bit fed up with it. Yeah, so that, that's why I like to go to the place more cozy. Ah, maybe the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's magic. So when you order seafood, actually they will put it in a bag and they will hand the bag on the track. So it's like an automatic system, you can receive your goods. <laughs> it's really funny. Stéphane de Monco, the events company CEO from episode 19. I'd like to um, give a shout to uh, Shake. Uh, Shake is by far my favorite live music venue in Asia. Um, they're on Marming Road. Um, beautiful place for dinner, drinks, um, and some dancing. Um, and trust me, I've been to quite a lot. <laughs> so go to Shake, fantastic. And again, my favorite all over Asia. Srinivasi Anamandra, the compliance leader from episode 15. So the best place to hang around uh, is always the bun. And once you go and take a walk in the evening, I think you really can't stop admiring the other side, how it has been created. And the phenomenal fact is that it has been done in the past 20 years. Sanford Brown, the biochemist from episode 29. Uh, so there are some downsides to, uh, to the pace of change that happens. So I would say a lot of the favorite places that I had it no longer exist. My favorite Baozi shop, my favorite Shalom Bao shop, uh, uh, some older streets that I would love to walk in that really felt like you're in older China. Unfortunately, those don't really exist anymore in Shanghai. Um, I used to do when people came in uh, Shanghai for the first time. I used to take my sidecar and uh, go out to uh, the countryside where you see farmers and everything and then take them down to the bun. And you saw that all within one day. And so it was complete contrast uh, of that. So that's a, that's a little bit there. So there, but on the flip side, you always have new uh, fantastic places. Um, the new restaurant that I like is uh, Haya uh, in the Edition Hotel, because uh, uh, what I like about it, so food's very good there, the quality's there, but the view, so they have a bar upstairs and you have a rooftop, and of course, Shanghai has lots of rooftop bars. But what was interesting, I like this one, it's a different view, at least what I had seen before, because you're further back. 
and you have a different perspective on the city that I had never seen before, even though I've seen it uh, a million times. And uh, honestly, I think uh, Shanghai is the most beautiful city at night、uh, in the world. Philippe Gas, the Disney Resort CEO, from Episode One. I recently discovered a very good、uh, Cantonese restaurant in a hotel called Edition Hotel. It's right off the band. It's called Canton Disco. If you have not been there, I recommend you try it. It's great food, great environment.、Um, I love this place.、Uh, I have many hangouts places where I go to. I live, you know, in the center. So some Mexican food that I love, I enjoy,、uh, and many of my friends would like to hang out there. But、um, this one, I recommend to try. Okto Chung, the fashion designer from episode thirty. The the best restaurant I I really like is is called High Line, which is on the sixth floor of Ascot, and the best drinks is Sober Company, which is the fifty best bar in Asia, and it's opened by Japanese. Eric Olander, the journalist from episode three. The the perfect answer for this, and the cliche answer would be some corner dive in the French concession that serves the best dumplings that you've ever heard of that nobody else knows, and it's their secret spot that only this one foreigner seems to know.、Uh, I won't give you that answer because,、uh, to be honest with you, you know, eating Eastern Chinese food, so that is Shanghai Chinese food. Actually, it's not my favorite. I got to be honest with you. It's greasy. It's there's I don't like the MSG, and it's very salty. Uh, I prefer like Southern Chinese food, Yunnan. So I actually like the French bistros and the Western food here in the French concession.、Uh, I don't have a particular favorite. I mean, I do. I'm, listen, I'm a big Wagas fan. That's not a.、Uh, I mean, that's a very kind of mainstream pedestrian answer. But they do a good. They do a good service. You know what I'm going to say. But I.、Uh, I don't actually have a favorite dive or corner or hole in the wall in Shanghai. Lizanthia Taylor, the pain expert from episode twenty-eight. So my favorite place is a cafe. It's on Hua Hailu. It's called、mm. On Air, and it's sort of in the tucked away in the back of a,、um, a a little lane. But you won't know it's there. Nice. You have to. You know, someone someone has to take you. Lexi Comstock, the cookie supplier from episode twenty. My friend Adam had this amazing apartment right on the corner of Fuxing and Wulamuchi, and he made a New Year's resolution one year to throw a theme party every month. And he just nailed it. And ever it was super open, like you know, you could bring anyone. And there were various themes, like you know, Chinese New Year,、um, 80s prom, all the stuff. And people would dress up. And so that was like you know, party side. That was really fun to go out in. But also, he had a great balcony. So you know, kind of Sunday afternoons, lounging on the balk. That was pretty ideal. Gigi Chang, the translator from episode 24. Wow, my go-to restaurants if friends come to town in Shanghai would be Spicy Moment、oh. on Wu Yuanlu is、yeah. a Hunan restaurant.、Um, I particularly like it because it's very difficult to get good Cantonese food here.、Mm. Good in the sense that Cantonese food is not just about ingredients or taste or flavorings, but you have to fry everything on a very, 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 very hot wok.、Mm. And that is a particular taste, like you can't really describe it. It's not like a flavor, salty or sweet. But if you fry something on a very hot wok, it tastes different from a non-hot wok.、Mm. And, and is it also a wok that's been fried before and has some residual taste from a previous? No, no, no. It, it, it is not like a flavor type taste, but that is something. It, it it's like cooking something on wood, on coal,、mm. or on gas,、mm. or on electric. 
they taste different. And I love that restaurant because even though, okay, Hunan food tastes very different from Cantonese food, mm. but that taste of fire is in it. And with that, we've reached the end of another compilation. And I love that last comment. I've been going to that restaurant that Gigi mentioned, and she's totally right about the taste of fire. Next week will be the final compilation. It's all about favorite words and phrases in Mandarin. Definitely a fun and useful one, and this time not just for fans of Shanghai. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. My pleasure too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Great to see you too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you.